Hey, 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 it's your girl Cecilia and I'm back with another episode and this episode I'll be talking about sustainability. So we all know sustainability is the way forward in this era, in this paradigm and different entities that we have. We need to acclimate the sustainability and it's one of the uh, programs that is implemented by the UN and by 2030 we should have all the 17 sustainable goals. And I, for once, am a novice. I just sort of got introduced into this whole system last year when I was starting my volunteering program. And then I used to hear sustainable goals and I used to wonder, what is SDGs? I don't understand. And I understand the word sustainability, but I don't understand the goal issue and how, why are they 17? So with uh, through experience and through surveying and the good thing about tech nowadays everything is in technology and it's easy to get your way across and know everything so instead of being just consumers we are also prosumers so we can actually um, navigate around and get to know things beforehand so this is what i did and I actually like it because right now we are going through, we're sort of in a precipice of extinction because of what we did in the past and what we're doing right now currently. And the future generation doesn't need to go through what we're going through. There's a lot of changes in the environment. We have the ozone layer depletion. It, the temperatures are too high. Uh, we barely have snow anymore in most countries. Then we have the bushfires in uh, Australia and some states in in US. We also have earthquakes in Turkey and other countries also. We also had the ice stone rains back in the US. We had the floods back in Asia, some countries. And it has been going an ongoing thing. And also in Tanzania last year, around, I think, October, we had the melting of the ice in Mount Kilimanjaro. It's the largest mountain in Africa. And this was a problem. And there was actually bushfires, to be precise. Sorry, there was a bushfire. And part of the area got burned and the villages had to be moved and shifted. Luckily, nobody got Nobody was injured, nobody uh, lost their life. But this is sort of like one of those things that we need to keep safe because Mount Kilimanjaro is what we're known for in Tanzania and also in Africa. It's one of those big, amazing creation by God and we need to keep it safe. It's what stands like an emblem, like a symbol. So having this happening was really sad because that area is all usually the only area in Tanzania which is covered by snow and up to to date scientists are always wondering why there is snow although it's next to the equator Tanzania is actually at the equator and Mount Kilimanjaro is not supposed to have snow so this is always something that keeps scientists wondering and it's been an ever going everlasting type of research so coming to sustainability, I per se moving and being exposed around, I got to know that I, there's certain things that we need to do. I am glad that in Tanzania right now, we don't use plastic bags. So this has been a policy since 2018. I remember coming back with my plastic bag and I was stopped at the airport and I was told, no, you're not allowed to carry plastic bag. You know, I was like, what is happening? Uh, so I had to carry all the things that I had on my plastic inside my plastic bag 
with my bare hands and it was too heavy because I had two suitcases and I came over for like three months holiday but it was good I didn't even know about the policy change so there's a huge fines to pay if you've seen with plastic bags and you're not allowed so what we use is woven bags and they come with different shapes and colors and sizes also and um they actually decompose easily and quickly. So plastic, we know, doesn't decompose. You can put it for years and years and it will still not decompose. But these bags decompose anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the ground, but with a certain time, they decompose. So this really saves the environment. And I think this is a really good policy. This is one of those policies which I was very glad. And when you walk to many places in Tanzania, especially the urban areas in the suburb, it's very clean as compared to before. So if you're seen littering around or throwing anything, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be plastic. You, If someone spots you, they have the right to call in the offices on duty and you get arrested or you pay a fine, which I think is amazing. And there's so many cities like more uh, Kilimanjaro, Moshi, where places are, are really, really, really spotless, spotlessly clean. And I am proud of my country. So back again to sustainability. So moving around and noticing how I've met, I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of people who are into this for sustainability. And um, I am fortunate enough to be the president of Sakonsa in Tanzania. This is something that is a, it's a new organization in Tanzania, but it's been there for in, um, in India since 2017. And we deal with SDG 4, 10, and 17. 4 being quality education, which is really prominent and which is really an important factor right now in the past and in the future uh 10 being inequality and 17 being partnership for goals so i am really happy to be a president and i'm looking forward to many things that i can accomplish in tanzania because i believe the youth are work and their voices needs to be lucid enough and they need to be heard um and also right now i've changed um i used to use uh, toothbrushes which are plastic so i changed right now i use bamboo tree and i ordered them from aliexpress they're very cheap so i ordered like 10 of them so this is something that i can keep myself i could have like a spare for some years because my mom taught me after three months you throw your toothbrush so i have 10 so you can count them up and you can count the month that I have so I can use this for a long time and the thing about them the bad thing about this bamboo tree is because it's like a tree so in any damp area or moist area you you see fungus growing so you always have to put it in a dry area but otherwise it's amazing you know it saves the environment also when it comes to sanitary pads so I used to use pads and that pads you know you can't reuse them you have to throw them dispose them carefully and buy another one so what i did exactly is i bought sanitary bamboo charcoal reusable washable panty liners and this they have different diameters different lengths and different thickness depending on your floor and how comfortable you are so i bought this and they're easy to dry you can wash use them and because they're very thick, so they accumulate a lot of uh, a lot of things they have to accumulate, and they work perfectly fine. And you can wash them, and they dry quickly. It takes a they dry by the next morning, depending on the heat you have. 
and you can reuse it but for me i had to buy a lot of them because i didn't want to be in a situation where i am stuck with one which is not hygienically properly right and th so those are the two things i've been doing and also the place that i volunteer where it's called caritas and we based, our beneficiaries are basically asylum seekers and refugees and human traffic victims. Uh, my supervisor always has this different containers where one is for plastic, another one is for paper, and a, another one is another disposable items. And when it comes to plastic, we sort of accumulate everything and collect everything. So from bottles to the bottle leader, lead to to anything that is plastic, like plastic caps, plastic forks, uh, plastic um, containers, cutleries, everything in plastic will be placed in the plastic uh, dustbin, and everything which is paper. So, because we deal with different, we deal with different beneficiaries, and some documents have secret, like names, and they're confidential. So we have to shred them before we recycle them so those uh, documents that are confidential we shred them first then we put them in that uh the paper box but the ones which don't really have to be shredded they just kept like that and then we send them to the recycling company where they know how the procedure follows which i think is good because in my country we don't really have the recycling thing when it comes to papers I know for plastics we do because I do see a lot of people carrying plastics uh, in the streets and what I heard is they take it to some Chinese in the company or industry uh, somewhere I think it was around Victoria I can't remember or Makumbusho and they grind them and they make something else which I'm not so sure what they make something out of it but it's good so we do have a place and there are certain days where they come and collect the plastic and the boxes, boxes of paper, because there's also that part, there's boxes and paper and the other trash. So food items are not inclusive in this two section. So it, we, this is something which is good, you know, instead of having them doing the work of disintegrating and removing what objects goes to what object, this is really good. And also, me being me um i used to watch a lot of korean shows and not necessarily i'm not when i'm talking about korean shows um the series yes but last year i used to watch reality shows and they have a law in korea where you uh everyone has to also sort of like distribute their waste into different categories so there's paper boxes there's plastic and other waste and it's a process for them and every house has to do it and also i think they also have to pay tax and if they don't do it there's a like i think a, a fine or um, a punishment they get so it's really important for them to keep the environment safe and i've seen them in every reality show doing it and expressing exactly and explaining a liberative way of what they're supposed to do and i think it's a really good thing because this keeps the environment really 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 clean because i know people might a lot of people have been saying and i last year i had the opportunity to teach um, students from different countries all over the globe and they were really happy that because of the not happy because of the situation we are in they were happy that because of corona people didn't really have access to going out and littering around and i was like are you sure then uh, i showed them a video of 
how people are still littering around with the mask and the sanitizer. So uh, we know sanitizer is toxic, it's alcohol, so they will litter it around in the seas, oceans, and water bodies, and the masks were thrown over the place everywhere so there was a video of people collecting a lot of uh, tons and tons of masks and sanitary uh, and so uh, tons of masks and all the sanitary bottles and it was really bad because you thought people inside they cannot do any harm but they were literally doing more harm and this kind of brings uh it's dangerous you know it brings a sense of danger to the aquatic animals who are in the sea you know because they don't know what these things are. They might ingest them and die. And it's killing our species without even us knowing. Although it was okay with the air pollution, but when it comes to water pollution, it exceeded. So it's sort of like it's, it doesn't balance out. If one goes down, the other one goes up. And I'm enjoying my sustainability journey. And I am looking forward into more ideas and ways in which I can improve. I've drawn certain groups that talk about what exactly they're trying to do. Um, I'm also trying to grow plants in my small garden. Although most of them have been dying so far. I don't know what the problem is. But I've been trying to do that so I don't have to always have to buy it from outside. So there's so many things I'm trying to do. I'm trying not to litter around and have so much waste and trying to look at if I have to reuse a paper, if I have to use things, I don't have to buy a lot of plastic. Uh, I also have this um, straws, reusable straws, so I don't have to buy the plastic straws. I also have certain amount of plates which are ceramic so I don't have to buy the plastic plates which litter a lot and also bottles I have uh, a glass bottle so I don't have to buy plastic bottles outside which is going to litter again so I'm trying to stay away from plastic which is really hard but I am finding my way around because it seems like everything is just in plastic and it's easy to carry compared to other uh, other type of material because glass breaks easily um, steel and whatever is heavy but I am trying to get myself into that sustainability world and be a leader and um, and sort of um, guide and teach people how to do it. Because it's one thing of saying, oh, I do follow this type of life and venture and you don't actually practice it. So I don't want to be a preacher only. I want to be a doer. And yes, and I'll keep you update on what exactly um, I'll be doing in the future. Hopefully, um, it will get to a place where I will know exactly where I need to stand and what I need to do. But for now, I'm just Googling and researching and actually ways in which I can stop littering around and using a lot of waste. And that's the end of today's uh, episode. And I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.